no idea where this one's going to go. Huh. It's going to go weird, I think, this one. I need a rest. Yeah, I need a rest, definitely. Actually, look, little kitty's going to have a rest. Slouching. <laughs> She's slouching. Episode 132. Hello. This is Sophie Dawson from sophiedawson.com and this is episode 132 of the Sophie Art Podcast, which is a little podcast that I do about the art and things. And this one today, we're going to be talking about the Draw Day Challenge, which was a little art challenge. Well, it wasn't little, it was, it was a big one. That's what she said, it was a big one. Every day for a year, you had to do a drawing. And it was a leap year, so it's 366 days of drawing. It was lots of fun. It was very hard as well. But this week, I think it was on Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, Monday, Monday or Tuesday, the challenge finished. And I managed to complete it. So I did manage to do a drawing every single day for a year, which was quite, quite cool. So what I'm going to do on this video ah <laughs> it's not a video is it it's a podcast see i was gonna i was gonna restart it then no i don't think so my mind's all over the place at the minute because i actually wanted this podcast to be a lot more structured i wanted to sit down and plan this podcast out because because it was such a big challenge there was so much that i learnt, liked didn't like things I struggled with and stuff but the thing is this week's been so weird I haven't been able to write it down properly so this one is going to be a very sort of scatty podcast I did think should I just delay it a a week and do it next week but I really want to do it now so little Dennis (coughs) oh little kitty's in the house when she kitty's in the house that sounds like a cd or something kitty in the house little dj when she's in the house, when you hit it, the little bowl, it makes a fud. She's still got her titties. She, I think she's pregnant, you know. She, she's very, she's looking a bit fat today. I think she's pregnant. But little Dennis, he's with us. And we can't wait for this one. <laughs> so what am I going to do here? Well, what I'll do is, I've, I've got some notes... But it's so messy. These notes are very much like my head at the minute. It's just a complete mess. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about some of the things I liked. Some of the things I learnt. Some of the things I didn't like. What I'm going to do now, moving forward. What I struggled with and stuff. And other random things that I've scribbled down here. The thing is, there's going to be so much I I don't talk about. But then I did think, well... Maybe, because you're, cause you're talking about this a bit more spontaneously, maybe it'll actually be better. It's a bit like that thing where, when you don't plan it, the important things always come out. So it's almost like the important things will come out. So this was a, chal- a drawing challenge started by Rebecca Berrett on Instagram. I'll put a link and everything in the, in the show notes, which you can find at sophielawson.com. <laughs> and you can find a little video at youtube.com slash Sophie Lawson 
but I'll put a link to Rebecca's Instagram. Actually, little Dennis put him in his house. He, yeah, he's just, I think he's a bit knackered as well. I think everyone's knackered. Maybe what's happened is this challenge was so... Every single day you did a drawing and then all of a sudden when you didn't have to do it anymore, I just suddenly felt knackered. <laughs> it's really weird. Yeah, I just suddenly felt knackered. And I've, I've been like that since. For the past three days or something, I've just felt exhausted. I, I don't know. You would think it'd be the other way around. It's a bit weird though. I do want to say something. When I The day I stopped it, I actually got a little bit teary. Because what had happened was I got so used to it. The thing is, the year has gone like that. It, I can't believe it's been a year doing this drawing challenge. It feels like a, it feels like a couple of weeks. It's really weird. But Rebecca Barrett, she did the challenge as well. It was, it was so fun doing it with, with Rebecca because every day you would go onto Instagram and you'd see her little drawing as well. And it's sort of it, it was like motivational and inspiring. So it's the first time I've ever done a, ch- a drawing challenge, an art challenge, with somebody else like that. And I actually really liked it. I thought it was it was quite fun. So that was nice, actually. But, yeah, so now that it's finished, it is a little bit like... Well, what I've done is I've, I've given myself a, a bit of time off. A, a week, or maybe a month. A month of not doing anything, or not planning to do anything. And just to chill out a bit. <laughs> Which I think would be nice. So what the well what what are some of the things I learnt? Some of the things I learnt is oh yeah, because this drawing challenge was what Rebecca Berwick said was you had to do a drawing every day from your imagination. Before I did this drawing challenge, I'd never really drawn from my imagination before, and I was quite scared of it because the thing is, it's so all I've really done before this was draw realistically or look at the thing I'm drawing and draw it but I've always had like something to look at in this drawing challenge Rebecca Barrett said pull it from your imagination so the thing was a lot of my drawings are not they're not very good really I can I can look at them and see they're not very good technically because the thing is you're you'll see it in your head sometimes you'll see what you want to draw in your head very clearly but you just can't draw it or, or I can't so I don't I think that's because you haven't got enough skills at the minute yeah you haven't got enough of the basic skills but all, there's something else as well I think you also need to yeah because what, what happened was Rebecca Burt said not to use reference so just you draw from your mind but I think you actually do need reference or you need what I, what because what I didn't do was I if I wanted to draw something and I didn't know how to draw it I was trying to draw it from my head and this goes back to something Bert Dodgson said in his book Keys to Drawing the first book I ever learnt to draw from he did a little exercise where one of the first ones exercises you had to do was he wanted you to draw a pepper from your imagination and then get a pepper and actually draw it and what you noticed was that the way you thought the pepper looked in your head, it was completely different to what it really looked like. Yeah, so this is what's happening. I was trying to draw, like, animals and stuff without looking at the reference. And then what was happening was I wasn't really drawing the animal because I didn't really know what the animal looked like. So not only was I trying to 
draw something from my imagination. I was also trying to draw it without really knowing what it looked like. So what I did was, probably about six months into the challenge, I started actually looking at little animals that I wanted to draw to study them. But I, I never studied them enough. Yeah, that's the thing. Because another thing with this drawing challenge was, it became it became the only thing I did. Yeah, so I didn't really do any other drawing. I was doing a little bit of sketching. I was watching animes and sketching the anime. But really, the only thing I was doing each day was this little drawing challenge. So I never got to sort of... I never got to sort of look at the references. Yeah, so I think if I was to do this drawing challenge again, I would take away that rule of not being able to look at references. Because then... I would be drawing from my imagination, but I would also be studying the things I'm drawing. Yeah, because I think that is the two parts of... I think drawing from your imagination doesn't mean you're just drawing from your imagination. It means you're you're looking at references, but you're sort of changing them into what your imagination is. And I was missing that step, so it was making it even more harder. Because, yeah, because I was trying to... It was a bit frustrating especially at the beginning, because I was trying to draw things, because I didn't know what it looked like, it wasn't looking right, and it also wasn't looking very good, because the skills wasn't there. So it's even... But the, the good thing about that is, because one of the rules was you had to post it onto Instagram every day, I got I got to a point where I could, I could do a really quite rubbish drawing, and I could post it, and I wasn't scared to post it. So... I think that's one of the main things, the benefits of this drawing challenge was it it really helped me sort of let go of perfectionism and stuff. So like now in the future, if I do a drawing and I sort of think, oh, I don't really like this, I could still post it if I wanted to, share it on Instagram or something. Because, it, yeah, I suppose what happens is you you start getting detached from it. Because at the start, it's very personal and you think, oh, that's... If people think it's rubbish... It's that you think it's you, but it's not. So what happens is you start letting go of it, I suppose. And then if somebody says it's rubbish, you're sort of saying, yeah, I know it is. <laughs> yeah, you sort of know it is rubbish, but you're still doing it because you know that you have to keep drawing loads of rubbish before you get quite good. But the thing is, you've got to make sure as you're drawing that rubbish, you're drawing it correctly. And that's what I was missing. For the first six months, I, was, I wasn't looking at the reference so what was happening was I was I was doing the drawing, I keep repeating the drawing, but I wasn't really learning the, like looking and studying. So what happened was, because what I did was, and this was very random, I didn't plan to do this, every month I drew a little, a different animal. So the first month was fishies, and then one of the months was little Dennis, <laughs> he was one of the months. I did a little Peter the Penguin. So what I did was each month it was based around one animal. And then what I started doing was around the six month mark, I started actually studying. So before the drawing challenge, I'd give myself a few hours before the month. And I'd I'd study like this. If I One of them was a squirrel. So I'd spend a couple of hours looking at the squirrel, trying to, looking at a reference of a real squirrel. And I was trying to sort of convert it into big bastard basic shapes and try to draw it and turn it into a character 
Yeah. So then what happened then was when I went into the drawing challenge every day, I sort of already knew the character. So it made it a lot easier because the first few months I was drawing a, a completely different fish every single day. Yeah. Whereas by the end of it, I was drawing, I was drawing, a, if I did a fish, if I had done fishes for the last month, I would have, I would have drawn one type of fishy and it would have been a character and then every day I would have been drawing the same sort of character so that was that was good and the thing is I've one of the things I put here is I've learned a lot from these articles so there's lots of art, articles I've been doing on the podcast and what I've noticed is during this drawing challenge it was a really good way to practice the things I was learning which is why I think it's brilliant that you're drawing every day because you'd you'd study from one of these articles and it might say something like, well, the one that kept coming up was one of the articles, they said a fun thing to do is get two different animals and try to put them together to create a new animal. Yeah, so what I started doing was for this drawing challenge, every so often, if let's say one of them was a little Dennis I'd, I'd say think of a monkey so I'd, I'd take my little Dennis and I'd try to merge him with a monkey yeah so it was really fun because I started noticing that the things I was studying through the podcast with these little articles I was actually starting to practice them so it was amazing I, I really liked that I thought it was, that was really cool another thing I, I, I learned was well this Dean Yeagle, one of my favourite artists is Dean Yeagle, and he draws these character called Mandy in Scoots. Amazing artist. What he does was, the colours of his lines are the colours of the things inside of it. So if he does skin, the, the line, the line of the skin, he will colour it like a skin colour. And then if he's got brown hair, the, the hair, the, the, the line art would be brown. So what I did was, for the last month, I started, I got a load of different coloured fine liners, and I, I started practising that. It was brilliant. Yeah. So again, it was this thing of, what I noticed was, yeah, I've spent so much time looking at these art books, I'm looking at all this art and stuff, and it's, this art, this drawing challenge, it really showed me that when you're looking at things, even though you don't realise it, you end up it does end up coming out in your art. Yeah, so you're taking in things. So, for instance, I'm, I look at Dean Eagle's work and I thought to myself, oh, I really like the way he does the coloured lines. So then that went into my head and then in the end, I started doing it in my drawings. Lots of little things like that. So, I, again, I, I think what what I learnt there was it's it's very important to be like looking at lots of different art as well but stuff that you love and trying to work out what it is you love about it and then once you've worked what what it is you love start try actually doing it yourself because the thing is if you keep doing it in the end it's going to become your habit so i feel like the way you get your own your own style is to is to do that yeah because you might look at somebody else you might look at another artist and think oh i love the way they do eyes or something they might do these really weird d- eyes. So then what you do is you start practising those eyes. You put it together with the Dean Eagle's coloured lines. Yeah. And then what happens is, in the end, you'll end up with a completely different 
style to everyone else, but it will actually be bits of everyone else. <laughs> I think that's quite cool. I think that's probably the best thing I loved about this challenge, this, this little art challenge, was just noticing that everything I'm doing, even if sometimes you think, oh, is, is it worth doing what I'm doing here? It, it, you do notice that it is all worth, it's all coming together in the end. It's, it's quite cool. What else have I put down here? Things to make it easier. So, well, one of the things I did was I, I worked very small. So all my little drawings were in these tiny little, I don't know what size it is, maybe a, a, a six. Very tiny, because I thought, I don't want to be overwhelmed. I've done lots of different art challenges in the past, but they've always been a month challenge. And what I noticed was by the end of that month, it got very hard and you, you kind of wanted to give up. So I knew that a, a year art challenge was going to be insane. <laughs> yeah, so I thought what I'm going to do is I'm going to make this as easy as possible so that I can be consistent in, sh in showing up. So what I did was I worked very small because I thought if I'm working small, I can do a drawing about 30 minutes to an hour. But what happened was it's more than that because I started again around about the, I don't know, a few months in. What I started doing was I started sketching out ideas. So, yeah, I started sketching ideas in a rough sketchbook before I went into the proper sketchbook. So, again, it's that was a way of, like, risking it. With, but also, sort of, yeah, there's, it's like a, a balance between sort of... Well, you're not going straight to the drawing, you're... You're sketching out ideas first, but one of the things I noticed was, it's one of the things I'm, I struggle with, is I don't I don't sketch enough before the finished drawing. But again, it goes back to the thing because it's a yearly art challenge. I couldn't spend too long sketching ideas because I only had limited amount of time, especially with all this website stuff going on at the minute. <laughs> so it's kind of like if if I was to do this again, I'd like to do this again. But say to myself, I'm going to do this and nothing else. And then every day, like you could say, right, every day I'm going to actually put four hours into this. And then you you could you could do you could you'd sketch out way more ideas. You'd actually do better drawings at, at the end because you've got more time. You wouldn't be rushing because some of these I definitely rushed them. And you can notice that. Yeah, because if, if you start rushing your art, you can notice it. It's a bit weird. So not only was I struggling with trying to turn my imagination into a drawing. I was also struggling with not really having enough time to do it justice. So so that's why some of them were, were not as good as... Well, I, li I like all of them. It's quite weird. I like all of them, even the bad ones. Yeah, even the bad ones, I like them, because it's almost like... It wasn't... The thing is, I went into this drawing challenge, and I said it's not about creating these masterpieces it's just about showing up and it's about trying to draw things from my imagination which is a skill I really want but well I know that this is the if there's one thing that come out of this drawing challenge which is the best thing ever it's that it's that I know I can draw from my imagination now so if if I now spend more time studying references and sketching out ideas and then put it together with the fact that I know now that I can turn imagination into a drawing, well, I should be able to do better drawings now. 
Yeah, so even though this was really hard, it was really hard. There were so many times when I thought, oh, I can't be bothered. <laughs> there was one, what was it, a couple of weeks, I think. My sister went on holiday and I was looking after a dog. And, and that month was ment mental because, well, I was already limited for time, but I had even less time because I had to look after the dog. I had to walk to and from work. So there was such little time. Yeah, and also... Because what I was doing was I was always trying to do these drawings the first thing in the morning. Yeah, because if you don't do it first thing in the morning, the longer the day goes on, the harder I found it is to start doing drawings. So I always like to do drawings straight away as soon as I finish work, getting from work. But when you're looking after this doggy, you have to take him out for a walk and stuff. And, all, and then you, you want to play with him for a bit. So by the time you finished all that, it was getting into later in the day and stuff. Yeah, basically what happened there was it, it it completely destroyed my routine. So that was the, that was the thing. I had such a beautiful routine with this drawing challenge. Because what I also did was I put my little sketchbooks by the side of my bed. So when I woke up in the morning, the alarm goes off. I open my eyes. First thing I do was I get the sketchbook. I put it on my bed. So when I come home from work, I, I knew that I've got to do my drawing now. <laughs> Yeah, whereas when I was with the dog, yeah, it, it just messed all my routine up. So I think probably one of the main things is, this. what made this drawing challenge, I would say, well, easy, was having that routine, but also saying I, I like, chunked off a block. Well, I'd knew, I would say 70% of the time, I'd wake up in the middle of the night, and that's when I did my little drawing, which was amazing. Because you're still half asleep. I got um, hiccups. I got like internal hiccups there. <laughs> what happened? What happens there is you're still half asleep. So you're actually. What I found then was I come up with the best ideas. Then, yeah, I always come up with the best ideas in the middle of the night when I'm half asleep, sort of thing. But if I hadn't done that, what I did was. As soon as I finished from work, I said the first thing I'm doing before anything else is I'm doing my draw a day. The only time I didn't do that was when I had to record the podcast. So on a Friday, what I did was uh, the podcast is then the priority. The draw a day challenge became the second thing. And it worked all right because what I could do was whilst I was rendering the podcast, I could do my little drawing. So even, even though that messed up the routine a bit, it's still become like a routine. Because every Friday, I knew that I did the podcast and then I did the, the drawing challenge. So I feel like this is a really these, these art challenges are brilliant if you struggle with routine, I think. Because it's a great way to practice routines. Yeah. It, yeah, because what, you, what you'll notice is there's lots of things you think you can't do and stuff. But you start, when you do an art challenge like this, you realise, actually, I can do stuff like that. Because you might think, oh, I'm not, I'm not very disciplined. But if you if you sit down and say, right, well, I'm going to do... All you've got to do is say, I'm going to spend one hour every day between 9 o'clock and 10 in the morning to do this drawing challenge. That's all you've got to do. And that's really easy. Once you start doing it, it's really easy. Yeah. And then by the end, when you finish the drawing challenge, you'll look back and be like, I can't believe that. I'm, I'm actually quite disciplined. So then what happens then is, you now believe that you're disciplined, which means... Well, you now become disciplined, I suppose. Yeah. So there's so many things that are positive about these art challenges. 
very hard, but you, you learn like, well, discipline, routine. Obviously you're practicing drawing, which is amazing. But for this one, we're practicing imagination as well. Yeah, and then showing up, just proving to yourself that you can show up to draw every day. Because like in the f- moving forwards now, I now know that I can sh- show up to do a drawing every day for a year. That's amazing. You can't take that away from me. <laughs> I love that. So, so it's very, I suppose, empowering when you've finished something like that. What else I put here? What's the next challenge? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing, isn't it? I just finished it. One of the first things I thought was, what's what's my next challenge going to be? But I've put it here next year. Yeah, I feel like I need a rest now. Because this month is actually Inktober. Last few years I've done Inktober. This, I haven't done it this year because I thought, oh, I can't do Inktober and do this drawing challenge. I just felt like that would be too much so I said no I'm not doing Inktober this year but hopefully I'll do that next year but I think the next drawing challenge will probably be something next year I think maybe I'll do that painting one again that was fun there's this 30 days of painting with Leslie Sater what you have to do was a, a traditional painting every day for 30 days in February I think I might do that one again that was fun that was another one where you're practicing skills that you you think you can't do. Yeah, because f- f- before that I'd never done painting before. But so this is what I love about these art challenges, you, because it's because it's not about producing these amazing things. You can actually just practice things you would never normally do, like painting. Yeah, and then what happens is at the end you think, oh, I quite like that, or you might think I don't like that. Yeah, it's it's a fun way to find out if you actually want to do stuff. So I think the thing I've learned from this this drawing challenge is I love creating characters. Yeah, I love creating characters, but what is highlighted is I need to actually study more. I need to study, I need to be looking at reference and drawing the references, but I also need to be trying to turn realistic things into characters. And then I also need to be sketching more definitely but at the moment i'm going to be honest i I don't feel like doing anything at the minute i just want to have a few weeks of doing nothing and the thing is i probably will be doing sketching yeah because i like sketching but i don't want to say i'm gonna i'm gonna actually be doing stuff every day i just want a a bit of a relax for the minute but i've learned that i love i love playing with colors because that was something else that happened by the end of it, I started mixing me coloured pencils and stuff. Again, playing. Lots of playing was going on in this one. <laughs> Which is cool. What else have we got here? I've put, it, I've put a big word of fearless. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you do become fearless, actually. Because you start taking risks. You start taking risks. It's quite cool. What I didn't like. What did I do here? I've put... I didn't do any other drawings, yeah. So my little Sophie character, I looked, because what I do is every time I do a drawing in my sketchbook, I always date it. Actually, I do it for everything. I always date my drawings. So as soon as this drawing challenge had finished, I went back to my little mini realistic pencil drawings. The last one I had done of that, it was, 
I think there was one in February of this year, but the other ones were in September of last year, which was a week before this drawing challenge. And then my little Sophie's exactly the same. So basically, I got a bit upset because I realised this drawing challenge, all I had done was focus on this drawing challenge. I hadn't done any other drawings. I, that was quite upsetting, that. But I, I guess, again, it's it's like you, if I'd st it's that thing of you've got to try to not be overwhelmed. If I'd be doing my little Sophie's as well, it probably would have been too much. So maybe that's the best I, c I could have done, really. <laughs> what else have I put here? Use whatever medium you need, just focus on the message. Hmm. Ah, oh, that, that actually came in a meditation. I had an amazing meditation this week. I think it was the day after this drawing challenge. Oh, I can't even remember what, but it, what it, something amazing happened. And then it said to me, it said, use whatever medium you need. Just focus on the message, communicating truth. That's amazing. So basically what it was saying to me was, I've also put here, I am the earth. In that meditation, it, you got the impression, yeah, you were the earth. But it was saying to me, because I started thinking, should I just not do anything? Should I just not do anything for a bit? But it's, it said communicating truth. Use whatever medium you need. What did I... Sh what What have I put here? What now? So what am I going to do now moving forwards? I'm going to go back to do my little mini pencil drawings because I actually really missed... There's something... Well, it's weird. I've done so much... Most of my drawing had been drawing these little realistic pencil drawings and I think I got a bit sort of burnt out on it but for the last month I haven't done the last year because I haven't done any of that I've, I've kind of got this urge to go back and do that now so again it'd be I think it'd be quite nice to be mixing realistic pencil drawings with these like little characters and stuff I think that'd be cool what else have I put my little Sophie's and anime sketching so that's my focus at the minute moving forwards once i've had a little break i'm going to get back into doing my little mini realistic pencil drawings because i think that's a good way to look at things and be drawing what you're seeing which i've noticed even if you're drawing from your imagination you still need to be able to draw what you're seeing even if you're drawing what you're seeing in your head so there is so i feel like that i think what i've noticed is that is a a very important skill actually because I thought to myself maybe I would start drawing these little characters from my head but I would actually stop drawing things looking at things and drawing them but I think what I've noticed is I think you have you have to do a bit of both because I think there's a lot of skills in that looking at something and being able to draw it realistically there's a lot of skills in that which I think you don't realize are important for drawing from your imagination and stuff I'm also going to get back to my little Sophie's because I love that. I feel like I could draw little Sophie forever and I'd never get bored of that. And then I also want to... I'm doing my anime sketching. So what I'm doing is every day I watch one episode of an anime and I sketch little scenes from it. And then what, I've, what I started doing was... I did this on Tuesday, I think, or Wednesday. What I did was I watched the anime. As I'm watching it, if something cool happens, I paused it. I did a little sketch and then at the end of the anime I'd look at my sketches and I'd pick one of my sketches and I'd turn it into a little Sophie. 
It's amazing. So it's almost like you're doing, you're having fun because you're watching an anime. You're practicing drawing what you're seeing, but then you're also practicing your imagination because you're you're turning something that you've looked at, and you're turning it into a character. So when I draw my little Sophies, I'm I'm drawing them based off of my sketches, and the sketches are based off of reference, which is the anime. So in a weird way, that seems to me like the perfect way to do it. Yeah, because you're, you're doing a bit of everything and you're having fun because you're watching anime. And you're also getting ideas for stories and characters and stuff. So I love that. And and then I thought I'd sprinkle in a bit of realistic pencil drawing as well. And I think that'd be quite nice. So I'd like to do that for about a year or something. And what you'd be doing is you'd also be practising different techniques. So my little Sophie's, I'd start doing them with coloured fine liners and stuff. Yeah, so even though you'll be doing this, it'd be the same thing. Even though you've got the routine of doing, watching an anime, sketching it, turning it into a little Sophie, you can still play around with it by using different, well, like it said in the meditation, use whatever medium you like. Yeah, so some of them might be digital, some of them Copic markers, some of them pencils. I can play around. So you can still have fun, even if you're structured, like, which I think is cool. What have I put? Some of the things I struggled with, I've put here, I struggled with the backstory. Yeah, because what I did was, when, when I was designing my little character before the month, I created little videos and stuff, which I put on my YouTube, but I'd create this little story as well. So like one of the last ones, Monty the Mouse, his little story was he was shy, so he was always hiding, but when he saw cheese, it, the cheese gave him com- confidence and courage. Yeah, so he, was this, he had this little story. It was only a little story, but I thought I could really play with that. And, and the thing was, I did it for about three months. And this is something I learned in the articles as well. Because what they say is, they say, before you even start drawing, create like a story. Yeah, so so know your character as a story. So I was doing that, but the thing was, I was doing the story, but then when I was doing my draw days, I I forgot about the story. So I was just, and then by the end of the month, I'd go back in my sketchbook and I thought, oh, I forgot the story. I think it took me about three months because it was a, it was only the last month with Monty the Mouse when I, I actually remembered, ah, Monty the Mouse is, is cheese gives him confidence and courage. So then what I did was I created about five or six little drawings, which was like, it was six days worth of drawings. I did them every day. And what I did was, it was like a little story. And the reason I did that was, Rebecca Barrett, she did that as well. So she would have these like week, she'd have a week of stories, which was really, I thought it was really fun. I kept wanting to do it, but I kept forgetting. And then when I thought about this story of the cheese, I come up with a little story of the mouse, little Monty the mouse, he he saw a big block of cheese, he wanted it, but there was a cat right next to him. (laughs) So what he did was, in one of them, he's looking at the cheese and you're thinking, oh, is he going to risk it? The next one, he's gone to the cheese, but he's sleeping with a with a cat, so they're like friends. And then the next day, there's two days of dreaming, 
and in the, in the end he escaped with the cheese. <laughs> and what he did was he put a little toy mouse in with the cat. So the cat thought he still had the mouse, but he didn't. And so I thought it was quite cool. I really lo- I loved doing that. It was cool. Yeah, that was fun. And the, what was fun about that was, because even though it was a little story, and I knew, well, I didn't know, but I did know. So I knew, I knew it was going to be a little story every day. But what would happen is I'd come home from work, and I'd sit down to do my drawing with no idea what the story was going to be, but the story would just come to you. Yeah, it's this weird thing as well. Going back to that painting challenge where you had to do a painting every day. There was this, there was moments in that, especially with the abstract painting. What would happen is you'd you'd sit down to do a painting. You thought you had an idea of what to do, but as you started painting, it's almost like the painting started painting itself, almost as if, as if the painting was alive. Yeah, but you're. It's, it's like you and the painting were working together. Well, a very similar thing was happening here where you're sort of drawing. You know what you want to draw, but you don't know what you're going to draw. And so sometimes I would sit down and these ideas would come to me and I'd think to myself, where did that idea even come from? It was very weird. I loved it though. It To me, that felt like you were sort of, well, yeah. It felt like you're connecting with something. Almost like, to me, sometimes I think that's my higher self. My higher self is outside of time. And it sort of sends a message in saying, draw this. (laughs) Yeah, so you do. Or even maybe what happens is it starts taking control of you or something. It goes right back to the start. 2013, I started drawing. I've talked about this before. One night... I was there for about eight hours drawing, realistic pencil drawing. Suddenly I noticed my hand was drawing on its own, like an out-of-body experience. So I do sometimes wonder whether when you're drawing, well, I'd love to do a podcast about this. Where do these ideas come from? Yeah, and I've heard a a lot of authors who write stories, a lot of them have said they're typing away and it's almost like they're reading the story as they're writing it. So they're not even write. They're not coming up with the... It's almost like they are just observing the story being written. Yeah? It's weird. So I thought to myself, maybe all creative things are like that. There's something going on, definitely. Because I've felt it. And I also haven't felt it, but I've noticed it afterwards. So I look at a drawing and I think, I didn't even... Realise I drew that. <laughs> but you do, you do, but you don't. It's very weird. It's, what else? I think that's it, really. Oh, what have I put? Hard to turn your imagination into drawings. That goes back to not having enough skills, I think. Yeah, can, video game video games kept popping up. So, so it goes into something I thought before, which is, like, when I'm drawing, a lot of my draw, little drawings were based around video games. So a lot of them, I'd draw a character, but I'd draw the character, like, cosplaying, say, Sonic the Hedgehog or something. Or I'd I'd mix Sonic the Hedgehog with my character. So I started noticing that video games are a massive inspiration to me. It's, it's what I love. And I've also put here consistency. Again, because I, because I wasn't sketching the characters enough, what would happen is some, 
sometimes you'd, you'd draw your little character, the next day you'd draw it, but it would look like a completely different character. So I, because I wasn't sketching enough in between these little drawings, I didn't know my character enough, but that got better towards the end, because towards the end, I was drawing a single character every day. So, yeah, that got much better then, because by the end of each month, I sort of knew the character I was drawing, whereas at the start, I was drawing different characters every day. But sometimes I'd draw the same character for a few days. So that was something I noticed. It's quite hard to have consistency with your characters, especially if you start twisting them. So drawing a character, a lot of my drawings were straight on, simply because I, I was a bit scared to try to change the perspective. Yeah, because sometimes I'd try to turn the perspective, but my, the character would look stupid or something. It, again, it goes back to skills. It's, it's weird. You, you haven't got enough skills, but you're trying to draw something without the skills. <laughs> so that's probably the main thing about this drawing challenge is it highlights, it highlights the areas you need to improve, I think. So I think the thing I need to improve is getting story and remembering to bring the story into my character. Also, I need to sketch more. Yeah, I need to sketch more. I think I also need to risk it. I need to push myself. It goes into that thing of fearlessness. There were times when you felt fearless and it's normally when you've got more time. So if you've got, if you've got enough time to play around... That's when you could push the perspective and stuff. But if you're limited for time, you know you've only got, say, an hour to do this drawing, you're going to play it safe. So you're going to have a very static, like, an easier pose. But this is another thing. There's so many things you're juggling here. Because you, you're, you're juggling... There's so many things here. You're, you're juggling the, the quality of your lines. You're, you're, you're juggling coming up with a creative idea. You're juggling... The ability to like look at see something in different perspectives. You're also playing. You're juggling using color. It's quite amazing how many things you're doing with, with these drawings. So this is one of the things I did to make it easier. What I did was I limited everything. So I made the, I made this, I made it small drawings. I only used colored pencils and fine liners. Yeah, because I didn't want to have to. I didn't want each day to be thinking, what should I use today? I wanted, I wanted this, the biggest thing I had to think about each day was, what is the idea? It wasn't even about the quality of the drawing. It was just coming up with an idea. Because this whole point of this challenge for me was trying to show, see to myself if I could come up with ideas in my imagination. So I feel like this challenge was a massive success because I now know that I can come up with ideas in my head but I know that I haven't quite got the skills to bring it to life. But that that you can that's easy. You can get that. That's just a, man, a matter of time, really. If you keep practicing and studying, in the end, your your skills will be good enough. They're going to catch up with it. So, so that's quite good now. So I think it was a very. I think it was successful because I've got I proved discipline to show up every day. There was not one day that I missed. I think one of the days, this was when I had, I was looking after my sister's dog. Yeah, one of those days, I've got the drawing done 10 minutes to midnight. <laughs> so I had about 10 minutes to spare. And that one was a really simple, it was a little worm. 
I think it was just a circle worm or something. No, it wasn't. It was running out of time or something. Yeah, that was fun. Because what I ended up doing was, I was struggling with... Because I knew I had... I only had a little bit of time. It was putting pressure on me, which was making it even harder to do the drawing. Because I was thinking, oh, I've only got half an hour or something. And then what I did was, I turned that into the drawing. <laughs> so what I did was, the fact that I was struggling with not having enough time, that become the drawing. It's cool, that. Yeah. But the, the thing I learned was, I, you can get ideas anywhere. It's amazing. Yeah. Or you've, again, if you can't think of an idea, or you, you can just fall back on that thing of merging two characters or creatures. And what happens, what I've noticed is, the amount of times I've thought to myself, today I'm going to merge, say, a monkey with my little Dennis. And I'd, I'd start doing that, but the act of doing that, it created like a an idea. And then, so what happened was, I didn't actually create that. I drew something completely different. I drew like little Dennis climbing the trees or something, getting a, a banana. And then, so it was almost like sometimes the idea would, would only come when you started, started sketching. It, it's weird. It's almost like you had to sketch to find the idea sometimes. But then there's other times when you knew what the idea was and you, you started sketching the idea. Yeah. But the, those ones are normally ones that were the most disappointing because you had the idea, so you sort of knew what it looked like in your head. Those were the ones where I could never really make it look like I wanted to. It was the ones when you didn't know what you was going to draw, so you just started sketching, and then the idea come. Those ones were normally, they weren't as, you're normally quite satisfied with those ones. It's quite weird, that. But that's basically it. Is there anything else here? I don't think so. I've put here, it evolves naturally. Yeah, it evolves naturally. This is another thing, because at the start of the challenge, I didn't think to myself, oh, I'm going to just draw fishies. It's just the first day I drew a fishy, the next day I drew a fishy, the next day I drew a fishy, and then before I knew it, the whole month was fishies, and then I thought, ah, oh, I'm going to draw another, a different animal next month. Because, again, this was another way of making it not so overwhelming. Because I didn't have to think, what am I going to draw today? I knew I was going to draw a fishy, for instance. So all I had to do was think of a fishy in a situation whereas if, if I was drawing something different every day I'd have to sit down and say right what am I drawing today yeah again this goes back into these like Inktober and stuff when I started little art challenges like that every day I would go into it not knowing anything and it was that it made it so hard and then like with Inktober the second year I said right for Inktober I'm only going to draw little Sophies so all I did was every day I drew a little Sophie so I didn't have to think, what am I drawing? I just had to think, what am I gonna, what am I gonna make little Sophie do this, this today? So it's little things like that that make it easier. It's still hard because you still got to come up with an idea, but it's it's not. You basically you're sort of you're limiting, you're limiting yourself, which actually I think it was who was it? Austin Cleon. Austin Cleon said something like that. He said, when you limit yourself, it actually frees you up. Yeah, because if you've got too much choice, it's you. sometimes you get a bit overwhelmed. 
Whereas if you've you've got no choice, yeah, you, you haven't got a choice because you've, you're doing your little Sophie. So that's taken, but you've still got a massive choice within that. So you've always got choices of what to do. It's just finding ways to make it not so overwhelming, I suppose. Uh, and I think that only comes with the more you do do the, the drawings and stuff. <laughs> but that's it. Little Dennis, he's out of his house. What's he doing? Little Dennis. Doing. <coughs> oh, he didn't have any. Yeah, I told you. Little Kitty's so knackered. She forgot to do her kitty kisses. She's going to go sleep, I think. These these lot are very knackered today, I think. That's basically it, though. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. What have we got here? Uh, this week's little inspirational quote. I like this one. So you can find show notes and everything at sophielawson.com. You can find videos at youtube.com slash sophielawson. And this week's little inspirational quote... It goes to Joshua J. Marine. And it's, oh, I like this. Challenges are what make, <laughs> challenges are what make life interesting. And overcoming them is what makes life meaningful. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's cool. Challenges are what make life interesting. Overcoming them is what makes life meaningful. Yeah. That gives it. What was the other thing? Ah, oh, there's this beautiful quote. Somebody said this once on a... I think it was on a podcast. Yeah, they said, What's the point in having success? Yeah, what's the point in having success if you've got nobody to share it with? And that hit me, that one. It's it's a very similar one to this. It's not so much the... Yeah. This week's literally an inspirational quote... Challenges are what make life interesting, and overcoming them is what makes life meaningful. Joshua J. Marine.